Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome in, Busted Open Nation. Here on a Thursday, I'm Ryan McKinnell in for David LaGreca, and we got the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, holding it down as well here on a Thursday. Joining the show on this podcast edition of Busted Open, we have two interviews for you. First off, Kyle O'Reilly, fresh off his victory over Jungle Boy on Dynamite last night, and the one and only walking weapon himself, Josh Alexander, ahead of his big title showdown with Moose this Saturday at Rebellion on Impact. We are Busted Open and sit back, relax, click play. Let's get it going on a Thursday. One half of Red Dragon, former Ring of Honor world champion, the one and only Kyle O'Reilly joining us here on a Thursday. Kyle, I got to ask you to kick off this conversation. First of all, congratulations on the win last night, but more specifically, congratulations on getting that win in an Owen Hart tournament qualifier Kyle you are a native of British Columbia you are a professional wrestler a very good one a former world champion I did bro what does a win like that in a tournament like that the Owen Hart tournament qualifier what did Owen uh, mean to you growing up in in British Columbia you're 35 years old right now you're a part of my generation I mean that's a special guy yeah there's uh, a lot to unpack there um Growing up in Western Canada, I grew up loving the hearts, idolizing them. Um, and just everything about, you know, their legacy and the legend of that family. It's just, you know, it's the reason I wanted to do this and chase this and uh, to, to represent Canada um, in the Owen is it's a huge deal. And it's very near and dear to my heart, man. And uh, I've been inspired by Owen's matches, you know, my whole career for my money. I'd say Owen versus Davy Boy for the European title is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, television match of all time. And uh, yeah, why are you I'm doing very- this to me? Now I got to go and watch it. I just set up Ryan because <laughs> he's going to watch you guys versus the Young Bucks from Ring of Honor because he said perhaps so, yeah. that one of the best tag team matches he's ever seen in his life. Yeah. And now you're going to have me watch Owen versus Davy. <laughs> yeah. I love you. And it- it was in Germany, I think, uh, for on Raw when they were like did a, a European tour. It was probably taped. It wasn't live on TV, but man, it is it's so good. Well, uh, okay. Yeah, man, I, I'm thrilled to be to be a part of this and, and to have my first singles match in AEW. You know, to get over that hump and, and to have that happen, that was that's a big deal for me too. And to get in there with a guy like Jungle Boy, who was just so uh, young and and hungry and full of spunk. 
he's everyone knows i don't need to tell you that he's got an extremely bright future as well so it was yeah. I, it was awesome getting to to lock horns with him as well I was going to ask you, what was the chemistry like between you and Jungle Boy? Because, again, the match played really well on TV last night. Like, it was highly enjoyable. The stakes were what they were. The Owen, you know, tournament qualifier, that's a great sort of bill to put that next to. But can you just talk to sort of the chemistry you had, your first singles match, working with a guy who is, as you said, a very bright future in not just AEW, but professional wrestling in general with Jungle Boy. Uh, What was that like? Yeah, it was a pleasure. I mean, I, I think we're like-minded individuals in how we want yeah. to represent ourselves and represent pro wrestling. Um, and we, we've had a few tags or, or multi-tags and, and straight tags as well. I guess maybe maybe two, two total. But still, there, you, know, you can tell when you work with someone if you've got chemistry or not. And I felt right off the bat, uh, I've got com- chemistry with Jungle Boy. And um, I think maybe the powers that be saw that as well and decided, let's make this a singles match and, and see what these guys can do uh, working, working together. And, of course, in the future, I'd love to have a longer match as well. Hey, sure. Listen, man, I, I've seen what you've done in NXT, and you had an amazing career there. You, you have become such a great worker. You're this newer type of worker when I say it's a different hybrid style. It's You have an MMA kind of like feel um i call it a hybrid style and, and i love it and i always say it's it's the future of professional wrestling that's kind of happening now um but i think last night was a was a breakout night for you in, in two ways the beginning was your promo man you were the you started off that promo and you told the story because there's a bigger story to be told right now from what adam and you're in there with guys who can talk with adam cole and uh, Matt Jackson, they like to command that microphone present, but you held your, you held that p- promo. And then you go out there and you basically tell your group, listen, this is how great we can be together. Cause in the ring, uh, you are great, but I'm talking about this promo in specific specifically. And then you go out there and you do it and you, this is a, a great breakout moment for you. I'm happy that it happened for you. And it was a really, really good match, but like, where do you like obviously you want to win this tournament but given being a singles or being a tag because you've had both you've had that success which do you kind of lean towards or are you just going with the flow yeah that's definitely a tough question um <laughs> i've i've always been a, a, a go with the flow individual i'm happy to show up to work and do what the boss tells me to do and you know but I, I've always had a, a spot in my heart for tag team wrestling. I love tag team wrestling. I've had amazing tag partners over the years. So I, I always would love to be involved in a tag match in some capacity. And it's, you know, it's kind of, you're sharing the workload. It's a little easier on your body and you can rest a little. Uh, but no, I, and I, I love singles matches as well. And I, I think I can show different sides of myself depending on each situation, you know, and, and a tag as heels is one thing and a tag as face is another thing. And a singles with whomever can be a completely different thing for many of those. So I, I just love having a chance to just experiment and, and explore the art form that is pro wrestling. I always want my matches to feel a little different than everything else that everybody is doing. And, you know, sometimes it's hard, like when you're working with people, you kind of have to, you know, have their match as well. And um, that's fine. Uh, but I just love, you know, ex- being experimental and just trying new things. And, and that's what wrestling is kind of all about. You just throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. And if, if I can make stuff I do a little bit different, then 
I'm happy about that. Uh, for you, obviously, you know, AEW currently supplying amazing dream matches across the board. We also, there's an, you know, he, Tony, well, actually Adam Cole announced the pay-per-view uh, between New Japan. Do you have any within the AEW, I can't even say the AEW parameters, any dream matches that you would like to have? Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. A, a guy who I've wanted to wrestle my entire career is Brian Danielson. I, I broke in in 05 and he was at that time having this epic run with the ROH title and he inspired me to want to make it to ROH and he was going over to Japan and making a living there. So that inspired me to, to want to follow that path. And, and he always worked a very similar sort of hybrid style, as you put it, which I totally agree with uh, that definition of it. Cause it's very much a hybrid style. It's, it's whatever you want it to be, you know, kicks and strikes and submissions, but it's mixed with professional wrestling, which is yeah. a style of its own. Uh, so certainly with, with Danielson um, and now he's, he's teamed up with Mox. I think that'd be an amazing tag match as well. Um, there's, there's a ton of guys in AEW I'd really love to wrestle. And uh, I think um, it's a very deep roster. So there's uh, no shortage of potential dream matches from where I'm standing. We talk about that hybrid style. And we're here with Kyle O'Reilly, former Ring of Honor champion, one half of Red Dragon, now wrestling in All Elite, wrestling for AEW, fresh off his victory last night over Jungle Boy in the Owen Hart tournament qualifier the hybrid style right uh you actually for as accomplished as you are as a tag team wrestler and you are one of the best of the last 10 or 15 years kyle you came on my radar in a i think what was being billed as like a hybrid rules match it was you and when adam cole went to war and what was it like best in the world 12 when you split uh adam's lip up to his nose like that's when yeah. i saw you and i was like holy shit like not only yeah. was that an introduction to you that was an introduction for me to kind of because like i was a little bit out of the business in the mid 2000s i didn't really know what was going on that was like a punch to my gut an introduction to what was <laughs> happening on a different level like can, can like that match for those that don't know first of all everyone should go back and watch that match um i don't know how fondly adam thinks back to that match because again his lip was split up to his nose that was a violent match what do you remember about that well it was it was a career defining match for both of us yeah. i think and yeah. coming out of it, Adam, you know, they realized what they had in him and his career went to the next level and, and mine did as well. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that was it was tough because going into the match, the New York crowd, they didn't really give a crap about seeing us. For one, we were still pretty young and unproven. And we had this rule set, a hybrid fighting rules match that I don't think anyone really understood <laughs> or really cared about. And the build right. for it was kind of whatever. Um but yeah, we tried our best, man. And I just remember at one point in the match, we're, we're squaring off and, and throwing bombs at each other. And I'm a huge Terry Funk fan. And I, for whatever reason, in my head, because <laughs> I don't throw a lot of punches, but I just, in my head, I was like, do what Terry Funk would do. And in that moment, I just did like a straight, just punch straight in the lip. And it split right open and was like squirting blood. And, it was so and then dark. the crowd was like, oh my God. They lost yeah. their minds and it ended yeah. up being awesome for us and uh yeah it was just one of those weird circumstances what would terry funk do what punch your mouth terry, loose. What, what would terry funk do i wouldn't advise that to like young pro wrestlers yeah. listening for that to be your first thought in your head but hey kyle it worked for you right but yeah well he had such a great working punch and i don't have a great working punch so mine just was the punch 
Terry Funk would also grab you as hard as he could by your hair and then headbutt you. And your <laughs> eyes, when you get hit in your forehead and your eyes start to water, you know that's a hard head. And yeah. then you do it again and you were, you didn't know what hurt more, the headbutt or him still holding your hair because you <laughs> couldn't break that grip, that crazy son of a bitch. He's the best. Yes, he And is. talk about a guy just like, the way he sold like it was done in such a manner that completely believable and realistic but so entertaining too like man i've tried my best to to capture that whenever i'm trying to sort of sell he's my my biggest influence i'm gonna make you go down a rabbit hole terry funk versus barry windham in puerto rico oh wow works about with for about six minutes with a chair around his head oh my god go and find it i will we're gonna have so much. Ho- we're gonna have so much homework to do between the three of us. Yeah, and the conversations no that we've had after just a brief fifteen minutes. Kyle, I do want to ask you about this. You are a former Ring of Honor World Champion. You're obviously wrestling in All Elite Wrestling right now. The Forbidden Door is open. We don't know exactly which way this is gonna go yet. Um, but again, you've got the Undisputed Elite that's happening. I just listen. I just want to get your thoughts as a former Ring of Honor champion. Tony Khan announces that he's purchased Ring of Honor. We're going back about a month, but this is still fresh in my mind. It's still a big deal for me. I'm curious. You know, Punk has talked about this. Danielson has talked about this. Obviously, former Ring of Honor champions in their own right. For you, when you heard Tony Khan was buying Ring of Honor, first of all, where were you? What was it like? Like, what do you remember about that? And what are your feelings on the purchase of Ring of Honor? It's very exciting, and I was happy, especially because of the recent news surrounding Ring of Honor that we weren't sure what was happening. Are they closing shop? Are they going to start running less? And then Tony buys it, and I realize, okay, this company's in good hands, and it's gonna the train's gonna keep going. And what what I've heard a lot amongst the boys is that you know the tape library now is in, is in, under Tony's control, and what a great get that is, and the legacy of Massive. all these guys, your Bryans, yeah. your Joes, your Punks, of their footage of when they were, you know, cutting their teeth is all going to be in good hands, and and with this company, so now for video packages or whatever they want to use it for, just becomes so much more epic. Like, you know, me and Cole, they could show that bloody lip thing without any issues down the line, so it's it's really cool, and um, I'm excited to see what what's going to happen with it. It's awesome. Hey, and you, the best part about it too is um, you could show your history with somebody. Not only, you know, there's a lot of times in wrestling, wrestling fans, they're the best because they remind, I'm sure you as well as me, things that we've done. But your history is now in the hands of a wrestling fan where you can show clips of it as well as those go homes for the pay-per-view shows. I love them, but Mm -hmm. it it, it shows all the connective tissue when you're, when you're writing compelling television of, Hey, we have a history and we have a past because any sport Yankees versus Red Sox, greatest rival. They always go to it. Greatest rivalry in, in sports. I don't feel it is, but they'll still go to all these great moments. And you have that, uh, at the disposal of a crazy Tony Khan brain, which I love because it's all about like kind of how this conversation has been all about our love of professional wrestling (laughs) and and how do you not enjoy going to work each and every week when you have something like that? Absolutely. Hey, let me ask you uh, real quick between, I mean, I know you knew a lot of guys difference between, 
if you want to talk just real quick about like you, I'm sitting saying this, you are so talented. You have been unemployed for probably how long a heartbeat between (laughs) companies. That's because everybody wants your ability, which is great. And and I'm so, so happy for you because I also know the struggles you got to get to where you're going. Um, But the different vibes between the locker rooms, you know, because you were in NXT for a long time and now you're in AEW. But I mean, I'm sure they're somewhat similar because you know so many people, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So many of the guys in AEW, it was kind of like a reunion or a homecoming, like guys that I went to Japan with or or was in Ring of Honor with or the independence with and now we're on this huge platform together. Like I, I never had the luxury of making it to the main roster. So I didn't really get that experience. So coming over here, it feels like I'm having that main roster run now because it's a major show. It's huge. It's, you know, it, in traveling to a different city every week, it, it feels now like, oh, like now I feel like I'm in the big leagues. Even though I was in WWE, I was still part of NXT, which had an amazing run and was was awesome. And I loved my time there. But now I just feel, you know, a little more kind of comfortable, I guess, just a little more at home, which is weird saying, because I'm still so new here. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm pleased it's, to it's, have made this jump. It's the familiar faces, right? It's the history that I you think so. With so many of those yeah. people in the locker room. Um, yeah. Which and I completely Just the understand. whole mentality and philosophy just kind of seems back to how it, it was pre-WWE, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's kind of hard you, to explain. Said, no, but here, I, I get what you're saying, because here's the deal. You said it, and you, you, you said it, I don't know if even realizing it. You're in NXT trying to make it to the main roster, but that is kind of everyone's ultimate goal, but not, you know, you now you're part of the main roster mm-hmm. and you're part of, I remember Thunder Rosa saying like, I'm getting recognized so much. Don Callis saying I'm getting recognized everywhere. You are on the main roster of, like you said, a major wrestling show that was kicking NXT's butt made mm-hmm. him kind of switch days. And, and it, it is like, I don't want to say it's your call up because that black and gold brand was its separate brand drawing great houses, but that's what you're a part of now each and every mm-hmm. it's you're doing it on Wednesdays and you're doing it with your friends and there is no competition amongst of, I hope to get called up because you're already there. Right. Cause dude, let me tell you, I lived that. I lived that in ECW. Could I have made it in WWE? And then I was like, yeah, it's, it, it's, but it's just different. It's a way differences thing, but you're doing it. So kudos to you, my friend. Thanks, man. Well, Kyle, I wanted to ask you, because we're on the subject and we only got like a minute or two left here. So, um, you know, feel free to answer however you like. But as we do talk about NXT, I am kind of endlessly curious. You've been in all these different promotions. You've been in the WWE. You've been a ring of honor. You've wrestled in New Japan. Like, you've you've had a hell of a career for yourself despite, you know, I mean, okay, you started in t- 2005. But, it, it, it you know, it just, it, it it's amazing all that you've been able to accomplish. I am curious, though, when you look back at the time in WWE, how do you look at it? Do you look at it? fondly do you look at it as like you wish you would have gotten more like i'm just curious like what your sort of view on that whole experience was oh uh, completely i look at it so fondly i i truly believe that i am 10 times the performer now than i was before getting signed to wwe i'm way more polished i have way more confidence uh with a microphone um i just i don't know i i know my role better i know how to work a main event match i know how to work tag matches better i have better psychology now i feel 
yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything about this journey to where I'm at now. Absolutely not. I've told that to so many people that when they get let go, (laughs) I'm like, do you know how much better you are that you were part of that system? It has a lot to do with the coaches and, and the people that you're with. And then guess what? Look at the people you got around you now. So it, it, it's great. And the sky's the limit for you, but I couldn't be happy for you. Thank you so much, Tommy. Hey, Kyle O'Reilly, congratulations on a big win in that Owen Hart tournament qualifier. Congratulations on being signed to AEW. And thanks so much, man, for giving us a few minutes on a Thursday. That was a really good chat. It's my pleasure, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. And anytime, I'd love to come back. Hey, everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here. And if you love football, you're going to love my podcast, The NFL Roadshow. With episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we cover every NFL angle and talk to guests from across the NFL world, Hall of Famers, analytics nerds, and I say that lovingly as someone who wants to be an analytics nerd very badly, fantasy football experts, all of it. They're discussions you're not going to find anywhere else. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active.
Josh Alexander stopping by here on a Thursday ahead of his big showdown with Moose. Josh, first of all, thanks for giving us a few minutes on a Thursday. I know you obviously have this big match coming up. And this is a match that, uh, well, has went from competitive to personal uh, quite quickly over the last couple of months, Josh. No, that was absolutely correct. I, I have to maybe correct you. I know I am a former Impact World Champion, but I really don't consider myself to be a former World Champion because, you know, I won it and lost in seven seconds. So there's a caveat there, I guess. That's well, called the Tommy Dreamer rule uh, in yeah, professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the tommy dreamer rule um and you know listen as as tommy comes in there um I, josh I, I you know i got to speak to you i don't even remember i feel like it was a couple years ago but one of the things that we talked about was your relationship with tommy dreamer and the history uh that you two have um i always find that interesting sort of the the generations and the lineage and how close the community of professional wrestling really is man well, it helps that Tommy's such a big fan of pro wrestling and he came around to all the independents and, you know, saw all people just like me, you know, 10, 12 yeah. years ago before anybody knew who I was. So, yeah, big, big fan of, uh, of Josh for, for a long, long time. Now, Josh, we got to talk a little business here. Uh, first mm-hmm. off, we were talking, you know, the big news last night that Tony Khan dropped about the new Japan show and this whole forbidden door. Well, you were kind of a guy who kicked that forbidden door down you defeated christian uh won the title though it's got a bit of, it it doesn't have an asterisk because you did win however here comes moose and moose takes it away from you um in front of your family kind of embarrassing uh because i know uh i know you personally and then you've been on this quest and you know you and moose alone is a really really good matchup you can't take anything away from moose athletic ability his wrestling ability uh he's another you're very very parallel you've both been doing this for a while you guys have both transformed your body you take this business very very seriously except for moose always somewhat likes to take shortcuts um and then moose recently on an independent event showed up out of nowhere and literally speared the hell out of your wife uh, in front of you, but the biggest point in front of your child. He also showed up at your house, which if he was there, I know if you were there, he would have gotten his ass beat where <laughs> the cops would have been called. So uh, kind of let me in where your head's at with all this, because I've seen you backstage where backstage, we got to keep you guys apart. Uh, we make sure you're not in the same space. There's a lot of different, there's a lot of, real stuff going on behind the scenes with you two. So, and it, but it's, it's also the hard part. You got to be professional. Yeah. You know, the, the immediate answer is to be like, I'm angry. I'm frustrated. You know, I'm fed up all this other stuff, everything that keeps transpiring. Uh, you know, it only adds fuel to the fire and, you know, now I can say it's motivating me more for, you know, rebellion this Saturday night, but uh, you know, I've been wrestling for nearly 17 years and when I step back and, you know, I I try to cool off a little bit and really think about this, everything Moose is doing leads me to believe that he's just desperate and he's, he's grasping at straws trying to figure out any advantage he can get for rebellion this Saturday night. And uh, I got to just try to keep reminding myself of that, even though the image, you know, is burned in my mind of him spearing me in front of my wife and child, you know, the, the lowest low of my career that, you know, followed up the highest high of my career in defeating Christian at Bound for Glory. So hopefully, you know, 
this Saturday night at Rebellion against Moose, I can finally lay to rest that I am, you know, Impact World Championship material and I can take that belt away from him because I know that that means so much to him. You know, if he's going to take away the image of me being the hero for my children in front of them like he has, I'm going to take away that belt that matters most to him. Uh, I, I got to ask you this because a lot of times wrestlers don't step back and look at themselves in, in the sense of, I see a difference in you and I'm not talking about in ring because in ring you are polished. You're in your prime. You're, you're there. But I, I, I was staring across the ring from you when we were in Philadelphia a long time ago. And then I just saw our, your return to Philadelphia in the very same building. The fans are looking at you differently. You have this top guy feel and I say that with like, you're a different person and I see it when every arena we're going to, it's like, there's Josh Alexander. He's a star, but he's also one hell of a wrestler. Do you see that? Do you feel that? Or is that not like set in for you yet? Uh, I definitely see it. And I feel it when, you know, the music hits and I finally come out and I get that reception in all these different towns. Like when I came back in Louisville at sacrifice after Moose's main event match with Heath, like there was parts of me though, every single time in my entrance and the same thing I'm saying in Louisville, where right before I come out, I'm worried still, you know, you get in your own head that maybe nobody's going to remember you know, maybe nobody's going to have that reception for you. But then, you know, I'm always pleasantly surprised that they do. And uh, I, I think it's just adding to my confidence. And I don't know if you would agree with me, Tommy, but the one thing I found in my career is that confidence is, you know, paramount to a professional wrestler. If you're confident in a, your wrestling ability, confident, in you know talking confident in anything else that's all going to translate to being more and more successful so you know the fans are definitely helping prop me up and give me a little bit more confidence leading into this title match for sure and we're here with josh alexander ahead of that aforementioned title match this saturday at rebellion impact uh, in inside an impact ring, it is obviously uh, a bit of revenge on the mind of Josh Alexander. Josh, I was here in Vegas for Bound for Glory. Uh, I'm sorry it wasn't, you know, a career highlight for you, but I did like right how you referenced it in terms of I don't consider myself a champion. Yeah, I had the belt for seven seconds. It still doesn't sit right with me, right? I operate in the combat sports space as well, right? In mixed martial arts, Josh, and one of the things that you talk about with in terms of champions, you're not an actual champion until you defend that championship right so i can't imagine what it's like to lose it after seven seconds can you speak to the kind of chip on your shoulder that that built and kind of what that did to you psychologically yeah no like there was already a chip on my shoulder well before that that match ever occurred <laughs> never, it never happened trust me uh, fair enough <laughs> you know well, my, my wrestling career has been a story of, you know, perseverance and just not yeah. giving up because I've had every door shut in my face and I've ever, every obstacle put in my way. And like that parallels this story that's happened since bound for glory with all these different obstacles and things being put in my way and opponents. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the chip on my shoulder just keeps growing and growing because, you know, leading into bound for glory with Christian, uh, you know, wrestling an impact and pro wrestling legend like that, you know, putting it all on the line. You know, I was saying the entire time I was going to, you know, take that championship. I was going to shut the forbidden door in his face and I was going to be the face of Impact Wrestling moving forward. And, you know, I, I was able to defeat him. I was able to take that championship and it was ripped out of my hands. And I can't say that I'd be the face of Impact Wrestling because I haven't been able to, you know, be that reigning and defending champion. Yeah. You're right. So uh, hopefully, you know, I can right all those wrongs at Rebellion on Saturday night. 
um, I've taken it. You've taken it. I, you know, Moose's finish, the spear. Um, I don't know if it's because he played pro football. I don't know what it is. It's different when he hits you, it's fast and it takes the wind out of you. Um, I have no core strength. You do. Um, every time Moose hits me with it, I uh, lose to it. Um, but for you, man, it's, you, you are so quick and there is a counter to every hold for Moose's. The only way is, uh, I've seen you where he's going to hit it and you sprawled out on him. That's really the only that or get out of the way are really the only counters to that. And the sprawl is hard because you're getting hit too. Um, do you fear anything that Moose can do to you? Or are you just like, because again, when somebody you said he's attacking your family, he's gone to your family's house. He's, I don't know if he's desperate or if he's calculating and there's a big difference, but Moose, I've seen it. I've experienced it. Um, I feel he will go to any length to beat you. Yeah, I, I think Moose has really told that story since Bound for Glory that he's willing to do whatever he can to keep that championship. And, you know, that makes him dangerous. And, yes, Moose is one of the greatest athletes in all of pro wrestling. So, yes, I have to be afraid of what Moose is going to throw at me in this match. Uh, well, whether it be the spear or anything else, you know, when Moose, when you're talking about that caliber of athlete, that caliber of professional wrestler, everything he can do is dangerous. Uh, the only thing I think that works to my advantage that makes me different than any of the people that Moose defeated on his, you know, run and reign as Impact World Champion so far is uh, that chip on my shoulder that we were talking about. I, I think that I have a certain amount of heart where I don't stay down where others might. So I, I really need to, you know, hope that that's going to be my X factor. And I think it definitely will, you know, with everything that's transpired with my wife and kids being on the back of my mind the entire time, you know, uh, he's going to have to kill me to keep me down to be quite honest. And Ryan, Josh has talked about his journey to get there. I know a lot of his journey. I don't know. Uh, and a lot of the busted nation uh, knows some of it, but, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you broke your neck twice. You were going to pretty much, quitting the business. You were almost banned from entering the United States. You wear your headgear because uh, of severe ear trauma to your ear that could be permanent. And these are all, so I've counted four kind of really big ones. Um, <laughs> and yet you're still doing it because you love it. Um, Hell yeah. Cause it's the journey that gets you there. And if after Saturday you're standing at the top, it's all gonna it, it'll all be worth it in that moment. Um, and if you're not there, if you don't win, it still will be worth it because it's the journey that got you there. But I know you're just laser focused on winning it. Is your, uh, is your wife and kids able to cross? Uh, are they going to be there or, or not? I don't uh, know. I, I believe they will be there. We are leaving this afternoon. So okay. barring any sort of hiccups or anything, I will have my, <laughs> my wife and child there to witness, you know, history hopefully being made. Cool. Well, we talk about a lot over the last uh, 
I don't know, a couple years, Josh, really. I mean, even go back to the relationship with Impact and uh, some of the stuff that you were doing. The Forbidden Door, right? The Forbidden Door. The Forbidden Door. It's the big uh, buzzword in professional wrestling these days. Josh, I'm very curious. I don't want you to look ahead past Moose. I know you have a massive match Saturday at Rebellion. It's a revenge match. You obviously want to get this back, especially for everything that happened at Bound for Glory. But when you look ahead to 2022, 2023, hopefully you're going to be Impact World Champion, right? The Forbidden Door is opening more and more. I'm just curious, man. You're a professional wrestling fan. You're a proud Canadian, right? What dream matches are out there? What has you salivating uh, potential-wise for potential matchups when you look at the pro, pro wrestling landscape as we uh, jump ahead here the next couple years? I mean, you can you can run through the, the laundry list of names and big names that could, you know, challenge for that world championship if I were to win and to be defending it. And I would yeah. say yes to pretty much all of them. Any, any big match that's going to put you know, the spotlight on A, me, and B, Impact Wrestling as a whole, you know, I, I think is going to benefit everybody involved. And, like, my plan, man, before when I set it about for glory, if I took that world championship, I wanted to defend that thing around the world against the very best there is to offer. And now, like, I, I can look at the Impact roster and pick people like Eddie Edwards or Eric Young or even Jay White since it's been showing up from New Japan. I think these are all highlight marquee matchups that can put like, Impact on the map and me as a reigning champion. And, you know, that's just my goal, man. I want to take it around the world, and I want to put uh, the spotlight back on Impact Wrestling as a whole. If uh, you are the champion, and you're the champion by February 13th on my 52nd birthday, do you think I could get another title shot? Because that's why Rich Swab is my favorite champion. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. If if that all transpires in there, you want to run a don't oh, give it sure. to Chris <laughs> Bay because we have the putting, same birthday. Don't give it to Chris the, Bay. Putting you on the spot. I need another Let's title make, shot. I came I came so close to beating Rich Swan. Let's make it a three way, Tommy. We can make things interesting. You you and Chris Bay can both get your birthday wish. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Hopefully on uh, Saturday you could uh, niche your little place in professional wrestling history in a very, very historic wrestling building. I'm certainly going to die trying, Tommy. <laughs> yes. I, feel I like, broke I my feel back like this, there. I broke I like my back there. You, you, I had a broken neck too. So, I mean, you have two broken necks. Maybe you could break your back winning as well. So, well, Tommy, hey. what are you doing to this guy? <laughs> something to do. I'm still here. He'll still be here too. Yeah, I have no wood to knock on in my truck right now. Like, yeah, I great. Can't put yeah. that bad juju on me. But... <laughs> yeah. Good job. I got. I, I'm, I'm sitting here on a pool table. I'll knock on the pool table for you, Josh. We'll try to create some Thanks. sort of synergy or crossover here. Uh, Tommy, yeah. you are a wonderful slash terrible person, Josh. Uh, forget about that bad juju Tommy put on you. It, I'm sure That's nothing. Good juju. Good I'm things. still here. He's still here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great history. Break your <laughs> back in the but, building no, nothing, and win nothing. the title. Nothing but good vibes headed your way, Mr. Walking Weapon. Josh Alexander getting it in this Saturday at Rebellion Against Moose for the Impact World Championship. Josh, man, best of luck and sincerely, man. Thanks for giving us a few minutes here on a Thursday. Thanks so much. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and 
Sirius XM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.